911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, the cause of death is listed as homicide. Hello. Welcome. How's it, how's it going, ladies? Back Frank. at it, yep. Right off the bat, we should be being like, woo, 50th, wow. 50th, uh, I almost said 50th anniversary. 50th. <laughs> that would have made 50th. it all the much better. But it is. It's like our 50th episode anniversary. Yes. Welcome so. to episode 50, guys. Five zero. Thanks Cray. for hanging with us for as long as you have. I can't believe we have 50 episodes out. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, not weird. It's not... I'm, I'll just shut up. Sometimes well, I forget well, well, how long we've been doing it or, you know, We're back a little over a year. There's 52 weeks a year. Yeah. But, like, obviously life happens. Things happen. Holidays happen. Like, we haven't. Oh, re- yeah. Let's be real. We haven't met for, like, two weeks. Guys. Getting our lives. First, I got sick. Then Lindsay almost died. Like, yeah. it was. Still She's okay. Like I'm fine. I'm not dying. I mean, neither one dying, of us tested but. positive for COVID, but everybody thought we had COVID. It's cool. It's like. It's fine. I said I better not have COVID because if the world has been shut down and been chaos and been what it is for the last 18 months over that, we're all a bunch of fucking pansies. For real. (laughs) I was like, this is not COVID. This is not COVID. We could get into that. We're not going to, though. We're going to. No, I know. I'm just playing. We're going to get into a story that I heard that kind of was like, wow. Some people, some people really have the ability to convince other people to do the most insane things. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah. And when you, I don't know if this is going to have anything to do with like a cult or anything, but like you think about cults, it's funny. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, because of that, people will always be like, oh, like how could you ever, you know, fall under that? But I started listening to, I haven't listened too much, to two girls that do a cult podcast. So cult crime podcast. They are both from cults. Wow. And they have both lived it. And they flat out say that. They say everybody thinks most of us are stupid and we're not smart. And they're like, you guys have no idea. You find new people. You find this new life. You're so happy. And then shit gets crazy and you get yourself in kind of such. Anyway, so I'm like, ooh, I want to hear more. But it's the same kind of thing. So we are going to talk about a cult. And and I wanted to. we are. Yeah, we are going to talk about a cult. I thought you might just be like. No, we are. Yeah, she's everywhere. Oh, I didn't hear. It's okay. I'm no, no, sorry. no. You're good. You're good. You're good. I thought you just said we. Are, so, I heard a story about somebody, and I'm going to tell it. That's all. Yeah. I heard. No. Like so, but okay. I wanted to kind of define the word cult because, like, the more I was like, I want to get a definition of the word cult for here, and then like, I got the definition. And I was like, you know what? Like, you know. Okay. So the definition of the word cult, like most people immediately think it's a bad thing, but the definition is a system of religious venet. Vener- veneration, Jesus. Already. Oh, I probably don't even know what that word is, so and, don't worry if you can't de- say it. <laughs> and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. A relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strangers, as stranger sinister, or a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. A person or thing is a popular or fashionable, especially among a particular section of society. And like, and like, when you look at the definition, essentially we are in a cult, you guys. We are a part of a true crime cult. Like, we are a generation that thrives on crime. Think about it. We grew up with the Law and Order series, the CSI mm-hmm. series. We're talking Criminal Minds, real life shows like Cops and... Um, America's Most shit. Wanted and all of them. Yeah, so Cops like was the fucking best. I love that. That's why I love the first forty-eight so much because oh, yeah. it dives into just. I love Live PD. I was so yeah. upset when but they Cops canceled was Live even PD. better than Live PD because Live PD. Well, my mom. It's even essentially for them. kind of the same. It was thing, the same, yeah. but they just had so much more restrictions. With they had to have advertisements, and the advertisements almost had to be longer than the fucking epi- like show mm-hmm. itself. And the interviews were really quick, and like you hurry and showed. It's like okay, we want twenty eight minutes, please, of actual footage. <laughs> Anyways, right. but that's just how you have to be these days. We all know. But that. essentially, so, we are a generational cult. 
Like right. we thrive on true crime. We we are mm-hmm. we grew up on all of that, and then we became a part of a world that has podcasts and talk radio and so many things. So yep. I mean, yep. Well, cool that's, is technology nec- is not all you necessarily do. a bad thing. Wouldn't talk radio be like considered a podcast though? Essentially, uh, it, in a, in was way, right, right. it was podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like back in the but day, but once like you start working radio. for companies, I think then you get into radio. You get into radio companies, radio shows. Well, but still, I mean, yeah. the foundation it of can it be. Yeah. is. is oh, I sure. mean, I bet you that's where podcasting got like originated. I say from, freelance yeah. people that do radio shows now, like they're on their own. It's their own company. Like that's more. T- yeah, they exactly. Just that's a podcast. They just broadcast on a radio yeah, rather than an app on your phone. We have a couple. There's a lady down here that. I don't know if she's true with it, but she's like in a band and stuff like that. But she owns like a radio recording studio. Mm-hmm. She had said that to me and Jimmy once. She thought we were doing some other things in life. And so she was like invited us over. Anyway, she was like, yeah, we're on like an AM channel. Like, you know what I mean? It was something dumb where she's yeah. like, you could, you guys could do your show on here. And it's like anyways, prehistoric. So podcasting. you could do stuff like that. Yeah, prehistoric. Absolutely. Prehistoric. The OG <gasps> way. Uh, yeah. No prehistoric. We OG. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. So, um, while not all cults are bad, today no. we are going to talk about a bad one. Um, well, when we just made the word cult, I mean, we we do that as humans, right? You take just the basic of things and turn it and turn it upside down and twist it and do your own thing with it. Yep. So cults get a bad name, the word cult or cult-like. Yes. Because, of course, it's only been really used for that. So, yeah. Right. So today we're going to talk about Canada's most infamous and ruthless cult leaders. We're going to talk about the Ant Hill Kids. Um, I think I've heard of them. Their leader's name was, and okay, so Guy was from like French Canada, so that's how it looks like it says, and then how it really is, and how it's pronounced. So we're gonna we're gonna call him Rock Rock Turok. It was the last name is Terrio or Turok. I hey, who knows? We're, we're gonna call him Rock today. We're speaking Can we call language. Him Rocky? He did choose to change his name at one point um, to Moses. Not if he's a dick fuck. I'm not giving him nicknames. <laughs> a dick fuck. I don't know if we're talking about the bad guy here. I just think it's here. funny. Oh, Rocky. <laughs> well, and I'm it was, totally getting off subject. Rocky is a sweet soul, okay? <laughs> well, and some say some sources said Roche. Oh, I'm sure other... French. Who knows? Rocha. Who knows? Oh, that's Russian. Um, <laughs> Rocha. <laughs> so... And what I, I found interesting about this story is he had a pretty normal-ish upbringing for 1950s Canada. Um, he was the second of seven kids. He was the oldest boy. He was really smart all out through school. He loved to read, loved to read. He always had his nose in a book. So therefore, I mean, obviously he was really smart. I'm assuming for the time, for the era, whatever. Very antisocial, you mean. <laughs> Uh, he scored top of his class all the time. Social, really good kid. Right. Um, fuck some humans up. Right. Well, that's, that's the pattern. Yeah. Eighth grade hits, <laughs> and he drops out of school. Okay. Okay. Yep. Eighth grade. You see the right. see the pattern starting. Um, he lives in a small mining town. He doesn't say. You um, don't know what's going on. He thinks he's days. smart. He picks up small odds and end jobs. You know, just making money, living at home, <laughs> until he met a girl. And okay, so let me backtrack. Just for a second. The only thing about his upbringing that was weird is his parents were a part of a Catholic, like, subgroup. This is why religion gets to me. There's, like, subgroups, what we choose to believe from this. how you get the same pattern, too. Um, <laughs> about, they were known as the Pilgrims of St. Michael, but they always wore white berets, so they were also called the white berets. Mm-hmm. That's um, fucking odd. I'll be real. <laughs> Just throw that out there. Well, and it's you like know what's the, even odder? It's like odder? the Daybell, right? It's like Lori Daybell. You know that whole scenario, right? The two kind kids. Of. Mm-hmm. So yeah. her whole thing is they're Mormons. They grew up LDS, but she met a guy who decided to take his own little. I talked to Jesus one night from the L, you know LDS Jesus, and he told me that I'm a god now. You know, like, and he takes his own spin off of the religion, mm-hmm. and now we have all kinds of people killed. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That whole yeah. story is going on right now. We'll have to yeah. tell that one day because that's a good one. We're gonna let that play out for a little while. Well, yeah, yeah. We need a little bit more. But anywho, okay. So um. I'll be real though. It's primarily based in Canada. Anything I tried to like look into it to see like what they stood for, what their beliefs were. Um, Other than like 
just Catholicism, pretty much. Kind of. See, they that's probably just the have their thing. own little things that they do. So oh, they were. It was. I found it was said it was a Roman Catholic organization. Um, they promote social credit and economic theories. So they thought like the wealthy should distribute their wealth, but not like socialism. Yeah. But I not mean, like other than socialism. that. But like socialism. Oh, okay. <laughs> kind of. I'm just yeah. Like, so that's what I mean. They're just making up their own rules. They use the Catholic Roman Catholic Church but like you as can't their find, religion. Other than that, you can't find anything on them. No, it's because so it's like weird. a masonry, wow. like secret kind, kind of, of religious. Yes. They can do that. Very, they're religion. They travel they town to town to recruit. They, do what they want. They travel town to town to recruit. They hand out leaflets. That's yeah. how they make their money. They hand out pamphlets about God and religion. How do you like make money? Just it's the 1950s. They don't have to. They don't. Ha- they they get free money from the government when you file in as a, Canada. Sci- it's super weird. Oh yeah, that's they're re- true. They're religion. They're they're certified religion or not certified. However you call it. Even though people have been trying for years to get Scientology to be considered not a religion, so then therefore they don't get away with not paying taxes, with getting money from the government, with mm-hmm. living off of other people. Well, you yeah. live off of other people's taxes. Well, and it's Canada, so, so it works a lot different that oh, way yeah, too. That's true too either way i'm sure it works kind of the same like they get everything for free because they consider it religious so but other than that one little snippet there was nothing odd about his childhood it wasn't traumatic it was you know your average 1950s household you know stern parents but they probably had a little bit extra if they're a little bit more into a religion he probably you know nothing out of the normal but it can i think create I don't know. It's they just like passed a out pamphlets. It's a little bit more controlled. Well, I do, you just, you know what I mean. They might be more like you need to make sure you say your prayers at nine o'clock. Come kneel down by this bed. Just little things, no. I think. No reports but, of that. Nothing like well, that. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not saying they're going to report on that. That just might have been their daily life where they were probably a little bit more into the religion and that part of the family than most. Who knows? But yeah, but all accounts, so, nothing crazy happened. Yeah, nothing crazy. 14, he drops out of school. He thinks he's really smart though. He also they thinks he has a very smart. large penis, and that makes him well endowed, and that all the women. Okay, so you already him. see narcissism <laughs> extreme in a fourteen-year-old. Big fucking thinks he's dick smarter yeah. than energy the rest of the world. So I mean, so he was born in nineteen forty-seven. So in nineteen sixty-seven, he's twenty years old. He meets the first woman he's going to marry, his first wife. Her name was Francine. They met at a local dance hall. They moved from the small mining town to Montreal. They he was a chimney cleaner. And then he started dealing with a lot of pain in his stomach. He goes to the doctor and they tell him that he has ulcers. Um, back in the, the you know, has this right is, now. yeah, right. <laughs> well, back in the 70s, uh, the solution for ulcers was surgery. Oh, yeah. They just went Wait, straight. Fucking surgery? Yeah. They would actually go and cut out the part of your stomach that had the ulcer. Okay. Just tell that motherfucker to stop eating cheeseburgers and shit and stressing out. Uh, Well, now we know that. (laughs) Back then, they didn't. So, he has these two surgeries. He ends up having to have two. And this leads to problems. It leads to what is called dumping syndrome. So they've gone in and take out part of his stomachs and his intestines and, and all this. it doesn't work right. So what happens is in dumping syndrome is your body passes the food from your stomach to your intestines to your bowels before your body actually has the time to process to all process the nutrients. It when it gets to your bowels. Food you're yeah, it just goes right Nowadays, through you. It just goes right through it, you. I guess it happens a lot. It's a a good uh, it's an actual side effect of like gastric bypass too oh absolutely so it's because they fuck with your natural design of your stomach they cut it out and when you cut shit out everything's fucked up your nerve endings anything cells anything it's all fucked up a lot of people have that's why they went to the sleeve and the band with the the gastric stuff or just trying to maybe get healthier in other ways because that was causing so much turmoil nowadays it's people were dying from having that Mm -hmm. from having a gastric bypass they were dying from just the complications afterwards yeah, which is why now the world uses but, medications for ulcers, yes. change of diet, so many things yeah. help. Either way. Right. But this, all of these issues stemming from the ulcers and the surgeries and the dumping syndrome. So now he's dealing with chronic pain. But he thinks the medications are poisoning him. 
So, so he's trying to find alternatives. So he stops taking his medications and he starts self-medicating with alcohol. Now he's drinking. Oh, he's not a social that'll, drinker. That'll fucking fix that. That, that, right? that alcohol will burn those ulcers right out. You know, <laughs> it's like, and well, and it's like the whole surgery and everything he dealt with changed his whole personality. Like before well, I'm then. I'm sure he's on narcotics he's too. A, you know what I mean? Like all of it. He's a chimney sweep. He's got this wife. He wants her to dress modest, you know, long skirts proper 1950s wife after the surgery now it's it's all about sex and he wants her to show so he's like had legs. a personality change from his health wow. being yes. so bad, which happens your whole, brain will change oh, but that's crazy he's still the same charming guy everybody well, just you know just of he was probably smart. sexually of course he is narcissistic also, even as a he starts he starts going right. through all this you know medical problems he starts reading the medical books he's becoming even smarter and smarter mm. he has all this more knowledge now he's a doctor He's a oh genius my God. doctor. But, but life starts falling apart. So they move from Montreal back to the small mining town just around the corner from his parents. They are on his property cutting down wood, selling wood crafts like mugs and different things. He starts doing wooding. Um, he's traveling out wooding? of town. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what he's, it's called? Woodworking. He's a whittler? I'm just kidding. He's a whittler. <laughs> hey, so he starts traveling out of town. A great to, whittler. Right? That's what she said. <laughs> I don't think the ladies have seen. Also, Jimmy's, Jimmy's filming us right now. Jimmy's work. He oh is. yeah, you guys, we've got some special yeah. for you for the fiftieth. Yeah. By yeah. the way, we obviously, didn't even say I it. missed the memo on getting ready, but I got. <laughs> she my... forgot. It's the funny. We're getting. We're so off. Track, we're so off track. Okay. Sorry, sorry. I'm ready. She's half ready. And She's I'm not ready. Definitely well not ready. Normally, normally, that's total opposite. Normally, I'm the one in sweats. Sitting here like whatever. Let's not lie. Yeah, we have eyebrows we on. all roll out of bed <laughs> Sunday mornings and come in this living room and film. We just That's thought true. we'd get a little true, dressed true. up for you guys. But we will probably not be doing it much more. We'll just be filming our natural state. We're literally in our natural wilderness environment. If we were not hot mess moms. Hello. <laughs> yeah. Lindsay's like, I'm sick. I'm trying to work we and take care of humans. I got, the fucking, fuck alone. I got Spider-Man in my lap right now. Shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> True story. <laughs> True story. Anyways, anyways, anyways. sidetrack. <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> Big squirrel. This is when ADHD, I, my whole ADHD goes off on everybody. You can like edit that out if episode. you want, whatever, whatever works. Um, my, my pheromones, my ADHD pheromones are like, oh my God, fuming through the air. I'll take it. And then we get all off on tangents. It's every time. I'll take it. Okay. So he's selling wood cups and whatever all over Canada. He's traveling around, being a man whore, sleeping with women. He finds a nice girl he likes. Her name is Giselle. Decides nice her he to move be. her into an apartment in the mining town. He spends, like, during the week with his wife and that weekends with the Jess. Bringing kids back and forth oh, like it's no. no fucking big deal. Like, no. she's finally, Francine finally says she's done. She's had enough. Hmm. She's, and he's cool. He's good Just with, kidding. he's good with Giselle. But... So 1976 rolls around, and Rock discovers the Seventh Adventist Church. Um, he liked it because it wasn't like the Catholic religion that he grew up with. Mm -hmm. um, there are a lot more, if I remember right. Are you going to tell us? I was going to say, I don't know if you even looked that up. but uh, <laughs> They're more chill and more he just kind of like, they, do you, be you, but come here and hang out. I'm and they want to sure. help you. So they like they helped him change his appetite. They helped like him. Yeah. Wait, mm -hmm. what? They so the Seventh Adventist Church. Um, Rock really liked it because it wasn't like his Catholic I upbringing. I had a friend in it. Well, I had a he, used to go. They really helped him change his diet to help with his pain. They helped him quit smoking. They helped him mm -hmm. quit drinking. That's what they're all. Mm -hmm. um, he was baptized into the church. The leader's like, hey, I want to help you out. You know, like, you don't have a job, da da this. Like, let's get hook you up with a job selling our leaflets. Let's help you hook you up with a job selling our quit smoking program. And he is really good at it. Like, really, This is where the narcissist really comes into play mm -hmm. in life. And Good salesman. Yeah, like, he he's really good at it. And, but... Then he kind of like wants to change it up a little bit. Wants and to make it his own. Yeah. Of and course. of course. And that's kind of what he ended up doing in 1977. He convinced a group of followers that he had spoken to God and that the world was going to end in February of 1979. That's how you do it right there. 
God talk to me. He, I'm giving you an end date. So follow me. The world's going to fucking end. Okay, talk but to God. see, here's the thing Come about it. Come at your boy. <laughs> is most of the people he convinced were women. Mm. Yeah, because he's, he's very. Oh. <laughs> no, but, it, but it, he's just very. Well, some of it probably, but he's very <laughs> manipulative, charismatic. It's, right. it's the typical cult leader. Yeah. Typical well, cult leader. And so I read a lot and I listened to a bunch of different podcasts and I read some articles and then I found out there was like a movie. Hmm. And I watched it and I was like, well, but everything I read, they There's did a, a really movie? good job. It's called Savage Messiah. It's on Amazon. It's free. You can watch it for Savage free. Savage Messiah. Messiah. Yeah. Messiah. It's the yeah. Messiah. It was crazy. It was kind of sad. Mufasa. It didn't get into it as much as like everything. It, it's kind of a crazy story. Okay. So he's able to manipulate these people and isolate them from anyone in their life that might cause them to go astray from him. He's really good at picking his followers, you know, like as many women as possible. He, he's really good at twisting the views of everything. He's really good at playing the victim. Um, he convinced these people to drop out of school, quit their jobs, stop talking to their family. Um, he told them that it was, it was really important that they, go out into the wild and they start a commune and they show God that they, you know, want to live the right way and in such, in the rules that he gives them. And Hey, I don't blame him because that's the path I'm on right now, but I'm not a dickhead. So, so I wouldn't force you guys to do anything you wouldn't want to do in the compound. Okay. So just so you know, she's like, but no clothes, right? No clothes. (laughs) Right. So by October of 1970, okay, I'll get away with minimal. (laughs) So by October of October of 1977, he was able to move his followers to this like small mountain town, and they kind of like sprung off the Seventh Adventist Church kind of thing, and they opened up this like um, healthy living clinic where they sold vegetables and really healthy baked goods, and they helped people quit smoking, and you know like, and it was okay. They did great. And then it was, they had to start wearing certain clothing. Like the women had to wear these tunics. Because the he starts these. getting smarter and God but keeps he has talking to, to wearing, him and things start changing. You know, yep. um, he starts telling them they have to act certain ways. They have to get rid of their worldly possessions. And he's able to start like really controlling them. Like, you know, because he moves them out to the wild and he's like, okay, we've got to build this building and we've got to build that building so he's like forcing them to cut down trees and build the land and they've got to have a barn and they've got to have a smokehouse and they've got to have this. So he's like really controlling them by like, you know, making them work their asses off. This and, is how you do it. You put them through like, labor. Yeah. Like and break them not down. letting them sleep, mm-hmm. um, feeding them irregularly. When not he's enough. not doing this himself, by the no, way, everybody, like if you know this, back he never watching. touches anything. They never help with anything. They don't put in the physical labor. They're usually, you know, getting sleep, getting meals. Sleep like deprived, this is how they work. Sleep deprived, yes. you know, rewarding and punishing and, you know, it's total fear control factor. Totally. And mm-hmm. manipulate. And once you like sleep deprive a person and like starve them and then you know it's basically like, tell mind them control it's just how brainwashing works kind of yeah that's exactly actually really fucking crazy that's what you do you break people down and make them utterly feel like nothing in life however you do that make them completely afraid of everything as well like they have n- no control over themselves or nobody and they absolutely need help so then you are going to reach out for anybody that comes at you and then that person's going to be super nice at first and be like hey i can help you it's how you do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's, yeah. let's think about what's going on right now in the world. <clears throat> right. So it's like you just break people down and then you can you can manipulate them into whatever you want them to oh, do. Oh, exactly. So um, Rock married Giselle in 1978. They had their first kid soon after. And it started to become apparent to Giselle that the other female followers really doted and fond over rock they you know it was starting to be a thing and she threatened to leave rock and you know he punched the hell out of her and she stopped bugging him about it yep so there's the you control know, like, over but her she didn't want to leave um in june of 1978 uh they decided that they were going to find a different place to settle they found a spot near the town of saint jocks and named it Internal Mountain. And they went, and it was four, four men, nine women, and four children. That's not a whole lot of people, actually. I was thinking you'd have a lot more Just by to now Internal Mountain. So, oh, um, just to there. 
They slept deprive them by having them dig wells and cut down trees for cabins and start building the buildings in the school. And, you know, doomsday is coming and we, we need to be need, in multiple areas. We, we need, need to, to show, have, we need to yeah. show God that we and are doing ready. the mm-hmm. right way so that we can start over and live anew. And he's crazy. He, everybody got new names. They were all like Bible driven names. That's a Esther. huge thing. If you that's guys when know, he or they changed, get no names. That's you get when, told you don't have a name. That's when he became Moses, you know, yep. um, that's how it starts, too. They, they'll tell you either you don't oh. have a name or you are a number or you're an image. If they had like, questions, they take all he would of your torture them. Away. Of he all would, the names you could have picked, though, Moses? Right. They're going to be Bible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, whatever. I would have just gone at least he didn't way go, cooler than At that. least he didn't go like Was Moses 100. I would have said I'm Jesus. Yeah. So, of course, so, he's going to pick. At least he you're didn't welcome. go Jesus. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christo. He's like, God came to me and said, listen, Jesus is not my son. You, you are. are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> okay. So um, there were something reports. something to tell Mary. <laughs> there were reports that if like they wanted to leave or they had like questioned the way he was doing things or this and that, he would break their legs with sledgehammers. Oh, so he well, would he like tie them. He's brutal. He would tie them up on pee on them and defecate on oh, them for wanting so to leave. Because see the way. So now the we're way, getting into the that's women. Crazy. They weren't allowed to speak to each other if he wasn't in the room. Like things, but now oh, people, but now people man. are so afraid that they don't realize that they can band together as fearful people. That's that, that's okay, that's but where see, it's always so hard thing. for me because they're the so far gone that they don't there know they can report, do that. Right. So now everybody report, just bows down. You just there was bow a down. report of one of the girls' parents somehow being able to get him committed for a couple of days. You know, like this is what's going on. And he convinced a psychologist that he was good to go, like, and they like did all sorts of, and let him go. Oh, I'm sure. Well, because at that point, dude, they are very manipulative. Of course, he's going to be like, I don't know. This one girl, she came on my property, you know, she decided to be part of this, but maybe she couldn't handle it. She got her parents to say some crazy shit about me. That's not what happens here. We're free of choice here. You can do what you want. This is where you come to be yourself. You know what I mean? Easy. Easy peasy. Then the predicted doomsday comes around. And it goes, and nothing happens. <laughs> and then they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I don't know what calendar God's running off of. The Aztec, the Roman, the That was Islamic. his excuse. Yeah, like we could be running off a different calendar. It could still be So coming, let's figure this out. Know. Now I need to research some more. So now, I mean, like clearly he's really gone off the... He goes off. And now him. he's pissed because it he's didn't happen. He's drinking all the time. <laughs> he's not taking his medications. Now he's really smart, and he's going to start playing doctor. Um, oh, God. Now, I mean, and by now there are more children. It was really hard to, like, be able to, like, pin down a timeline oh, of when, when women no. were coming and right, right. babies Constant. and when they were bringing new people in. No way. So now we're into 1981, and one of the children got, was having trouble. One of the little boys, not his child. It was one of the children that came with the followers. Okay. Couldn't go to the bathroom. He was having a problem peeing. So Rock decided to make him drink pure ethanol. <gasps> what? And then cut his penis open. I knew this was going to go really And did some dark. weird shit. Really now I couldn't find anything else about like what went on in the surgeries on people. And the little shit. boy died. Because, not from the shit he did, <laughs> he supposedly, they had another follower that came in who had some mental issues. And the baby was crying. And so the guy beat the hell out of the baby for crying. And the baby died. But they burned the baby's body to cover up the beating. And then a couple months later, Rock found the guy who beat the baby guilty of taking it too far or some shit and castrated him. (laughs) And then convinced everybody to tell people that he was castrated when he was trampled by a horse. Uh, I thought he was going to say something sexual. Like, oh, he... Sexually okay. dead. The guy left. That's a little. The guy with the mental issues left. Rock came in. They investigate. Like he admitted to the police what happened. The baby right. died. This. Rock was charged with child negligence. Only just negligence, though, because that's probably all they can prove. Two years. That's what I mean. That's all. The, yeah, because that's all two they years. could prove. They couldn't get they anything. Found Wait, the that's birth? all the time that he served was two years. That's all yes. you do. You, I'm surprised he served that. So what did those people do when he was gone? They moved to the town near the prison, and they like. 
continue to you know keep he's up like the and world. have his like, babies and have his babies you know he has right hand men and women so the four Dude. men or the few men that are around you know they are so dedicated and then the women or they're all they're all fearful there's going to be a couple though that are just the right hand man right the right hand person yeah so he by the time he gets shit. out two years later 1984 mm-hmm. he gets out um and he convinces his followers like let's leave this city and go back out into the wild. And by now he's got like 40 followers. Like over the course of this, he had like some 26 kids with his female followers. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. Okay. I mean, any of these places you hear this about. This story really w- irks me. Waco. I mean, what's the other one? Jonestown. I, I mean, mean, it was it was made so, up of women and children. Yeah. So he convinces them to move to a new commune near Burnt River. And there was 20 children at this point. And all the wives that stayed loyal, because you know by now he's married his wives. Oh, you always have to have multiple wives. Yeah, exactly. It, that's like, always a thing. Giselle is head wife mm-hmm. for a while. Then she realizes that he's like really into Solange. So Solange, like Giselle's like, hey, listen, you can be head wife if you want. And she's mm. like, sure. Um, they move out to this land. Like classic. Right. You know, they redo the building, new buildings, new land. Um, he's going to call themselves the Ant Hill Kids. And you do realize, by the way. he was up on the hill looking down at them, building right. everything, they looked like ants. You like, do realize he gets out of prison and he moves them, right? Yeah, that's what, he, he that's what we're talking as soon about. As there's a because pro- he doesn't want to well, learn. As soon as there's a problem cause. So they don't cause problems, right? They're very to themselves. They do their thing. Yeah. But as soon as he causes a problem. They sell the multiple times goods. it's happened. Right, right, right. He, something happens. He fucks up. He goes to jail for it. And then he gets out. He's like oh, well, there's more for us to do, so we're going to fucking move. It's like, no, you're moving because you caused a problem there and you mm-hmm. want to not be known. So now you're going somewhere yeah. else where nobody has any idea who you are or what's happening. The yeah, they move too. When you do so state to state, it's when he, not when he a moves thing. them, right. When he moves them this time after prison, he moves them. So prior to this, everybody's in French-speaking Canada. He moves them to an English-speaking part of Canada because he taught himself English as a child. Like, yeah, now they don't know the language. Fuck. Now they don't even know the language. They can't talk to people. They can't. And he's the only even one if they that wanted they can to. talk to. Even more control. Exactly. So, oh, my God. Okay, so um, he convinced them that they would be struck down if he tried to leave them. If they, if they tried to leave him. Um, he circumcised all the little boys himself. Oh, so he's Gross. he is he is very he is a sociopath. Oh yeah, yeah. sexually so, deviant, murderous, torturer. Now, so Canada Ugh. deems that they are a church, an organization. Mm-hmm. So they're not able to get welfare or anything like that because they're technically they have to go through the church. They still get a lot of things, but yes, they're mm-hmm. not individual. But they won't people. help with food, and they won't help with this. So they start stealing food. Oh. Social workers get social workers get involved Hmm. and they know something is fucking off. They know. They know. They're not dumb. They they mm. know something's going Mm -hmm. on. So um I guess that's true. Really all it is is you don't pay taxes. Like Scientology, they just have lots of money because the people have lots of money that pay for the stuff, right? But they can't call it an income, so they can't it's but they don't get money. But you're right. Like they don't get money from the state. They don't get probably money from the church, but they don't have to pay taxes on things. They don't have to do that. No, I know. I'm just saying it's probably the same way here too. Like I I keep thinking and then like you said, what you mean by welfare is because before that they were just small little individual families that were like had five kids to each mom and each mom would get welfare and get food stamp you know whatever they had then they're not able to do but that. now they can't once they're an organized church or once they've been yeah. deemed a church but they do get pulls from taxes and this and this and that yeah. so anyways but i that's it's kind of good for them that, or it's kind of good that it happened because obviously now they're still in food and shit's being caught yes so. so now now social work is trying to get involved because a baby died mm-hmm. they placed him outside in the cold um the coroner <sighs> listed it as sid's Sudden infant death syndrome. Yep. Really? After speaking with That's Rock. interesting. So, I mean, this is a time where police could have again intervened in a harder, with a harsher punishment and didn't. But there, there were a couple of social workers who were like, no, we are doing this. They started this investigation and Rock was really upset by this. Like he lost it. Um, and it got to the point where they kind of just had to wait for shit to happen. So some of the rules they had, though, that people would see in b- behavior of the children 
only Rock was allowed to comfort the children. Um, he made the children watch and participate in the orgies. If, like, the mothers what? did something bad, he would have the children whip their mothers. Um, he was fucking nuts. This is insane. That's so disgusting. the social workers are trying to intervene. And I'm not quite sure how it works into Canada because I didn't want to fall into that black hole because I'm sure it's a black hole. It's a black hole here in the States. It's probably a black hole in Canada. But some, like, a court-approved outside party of psychologists... Because social work was able to pull 17 children from the home. I mean, good. But so I'm surprised there's Rock, only 17. I would think so they go, have So they go through this kids. process. They go through this process where they bring an outside set of psychologists to go in and interview and do all this. And Rock was able to convince three court-approved, fully vetted psychologists that there was nothing wrong with the way they lived and how things were done. And they were, and they tried to tell the courts, no, give the children back. The social workers were like, normally in that kind of situation, social workers would not press it any further, mm-hmm. but they chose to. And the judge saw through it all and they removed 17 children from the home. They were to be wards of the state till they were the other 18 or the mothers could have them back if they, didn't if they left yeah. and yeah. were never around him again. 17 children. And none of the moms are going to do that shit. So No. Mm. Well, this was really bad. Yeah. When the children were not around, Rock did not do well. He was even crazier than before. Because he, he had less to control. Like he runs off control, right? Mm-hmm. So in children, you get this probably even yes. deeper, deep-seated oh, yeah. control over yep. them and then whipping, you know, doing the crazy shit to them. And now you don't even have that. You just have adults that bow down to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now the kids are gone and they have this situation where Solange, the new like head wife, has a stomach ache. So what does Rock do? He decides he is gonna play a doctor again Mm -hmm. now i'm gonna pre-warn you if you don't want graphic skip ahead a couple of minutes because this little story about i'm going to describe to you exactly what he did to this girl like this was the height this was what would really bring him down this 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 situation caused followers to leave not all of them but some of them did choose to leave so um he decided to take his makeshift surgery table He punched her in the midsection like a shit ton of times. He then proceeded to give her an enema up her bowels consisting of molasses and olive oil. He then used a kitchen knife to slice open her stomach and tear out a huge chunk of her intestines with his bare hands. He then instructed another wife to stitch up the wound with needle and thread. And while all that was going on, he had the other wives hold a plastic tube down her throat while blowing air into it. I'm assuming to keep her alive because her body would have gone into shock yeah. at some point. Oh, so it's kind of like his, his an- under anesthesia type. I wonder what he she knocks out She died the with. next day. Yeah. He then I'm said that she he, he then, hold on, hold on, get we're through, not done does, yet. But no, I know, but how does your human body get through him just ripping your intestines and then sewing it up like... People have to be so precise. You're, I can't imagine that he was able to successfully do that well, and, and she, she didn't probably, die on the table right yeah. there. That is what's crazy to so me. So she made it. Yeah. She, she died the next day. He then, Kate, and this is where it gets bad, guys. Because so then he wants to. If stop. you think you're done, we're done. I know keep what he's going. Mm-hmm. He then says that, you know, like, um, she dies. He's going to bring her back. Exacting oh, his powers. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking he's like, well, now we got to figure out why she died. So then he starts playing like so that. But he he's playing even more. Drills a hole into her skull. Yeah. And jacks off into it. <laughs> oh wow! And then proceeds to that have, escalated quickly. <laughs> and then proceeds to have a few of the other males follow suit. Then he buried her on the grounds. Then he like dug her up and took a rib and like wore it around his neck. Just kept and then doing buried stuff to her, her body. again. And it was finally a year later. She went undiscovered for an entire year. And the reason, like the social workers knew she was missing, 
They were trying to get to the wives to talk, but they wouldn't talk because every yeah, time no they body, showed up, no evidence. Right. Yeah. Nothing. So nobody's nobody's saying anything. Um, another one of his wives, and her finger, something happened with her finger, so we cut it off. And then a couple of days later, he hacked her arm off with a butcher knife. She ran away. <laughs> Said that the arm got caught off in a car accident. Rock convinced her to come back. And then he proceeded to carterize the stump. So she ran away again. And that's when she finally, like, the social workers and the police were like, who did this? And she told them. Oh, man. And they were like, you know, in the in in the thoughts of it all, coming out in the investigation and looking for him. She let, you know, one of the other wives said, yeah, I'll tell you what he did to Solange. You know, this is where you can find everything. He did go on the run for a couple of months. Mm. He was hiding in a camouflage hunt not too far from his commune. It took mm-hmm. them two months to find him. Of course they did. Um, uh, it was sad, though, because, like, after he killed Solange, he then, like, was like some necrophilia shit was going on. Oh, I'm sure he was doing all it crazy, was crazy bad. Shit. It was bad. De unburying her body. I mean, they were finding things in the commune for weeks, you know, while also simultaneously trying to find this guy who's really great at disappearing. And, mm-hmm. um, he was, he was finally arrested for the assault on Giselle. Cause it was, mm-hmm. or on, I think it was Gabriella. And then Giselle told them like, you know, confirmed the Solange story and so many things. Um, in that time, though, he was able to convince another psychologist throughout, like, the proceedings of court and trial that it was not his fault, like, you know, things happened because of his upbringing and because of this and that. And this psychologist went to the judge and was like, he shouldn't be, this shouldn't be going on, like, da da this da that like, this is all excusable and da da this da da that And the judge was like, no. Um, nothing's excusable there's no fucking excuses I don't give a shit if your daddy beat you and did things to you that are uncomprehensible doesn't give you any right to do shit as an adult well there was no proof of that does not matter well that's what like, I mean doesn't matter who you convince of whatever people Even if were you interviewed have been, questioned like fucking matter everything that he said that no was excuses. bad with him he victim played yeah is what he did but he victim played when he wasn't a victim like there were people who attested to the fact that his father never beat him and, yeah. like, he wrote some, like, crazed memoir saying that the reason he got the ulcers is because his dad kicked him down the stairs when he was, like, nine years old. Well, yeah. that there, He mm. just found a dumb ass. He gets lucky with it. He finds these cheap-ass, so, dumb-ass fuckers that he can no, manipulate. No, these are, like, court-appointed psychologists. Yeah. Like, judges end up tearing these psychologists apart. Like, when all the shit with the kids that's what, went down. But that's what's weird to me. They're court-appointed, but then a judge will come and be like, wait, no, you're not even doing your job. The, right? He was like, did you view the tapes? Yeah, and that's they were what like, I mean. no. So, somehow so, he's getting lucky with dumb In asses. January of 1993... He was sentenced to life in prison. And they're pro bono, by the way. He did have like three wives follow him. Damn. Mm -hmm. And they were around him while he was in prison. Manson. Um, They started a bakery and it did really well until people found out who they were. And then like the wives pretty much had to shut down their bakery because people were like, oh, their husband is so-and-so. Karma did come around though and they had to transfer him to a different prison for fear that he would be killed. And then... In 2011, he did apply for parole in 2002 because life in prison, like, is not the same as the U.S. It's, like, so many years they can apply for parole. Yeah, they don't, ever get, they don't ever get life without possibility. You'll get life, but that you always have a possibility. Yes. In, so in he did apply even. for parole in 2002. He was denied. He never, it was never reported that he applied again. But his neighbor, his, um, his cellmate. Why did I say neighbor? His well, neighbor. it is his neighbor. Yeah. Well, I mean, neighbor bunk yeah, below his, him. His roommate um, <laughs> killed him in in their cell in 2011. Good. I hope he it was awful. He had 26 awful. children. Hope he beat him to death. Um, I think it's insane that somebody has the ability, like, 
I mean, I know that I could convince you guys to like, hey, let's go live on a farm in the mountains. Like, it probably wouldn't be too hard to do that. No, right. people can convince like, a lot of people. But once but you start hacking off arms, that, how like, can you? Or once you but start to like convince you that like God spoke to me and God says that's what I don't. No, get. like, bitch, no. I'm saying we need to go live in the mountain and fuck but people. Some people are so miserable and so lost that they go, yes, I finally found somebody that really is speaking to me and is telling me these things I want to hear. And the bad shit doesn't happen for a long time. They don't see the whole labor thing as like a bad manipulative thing. Sleep deprived, food deprived. They're putting in the service. They're putting in the work. Or when you have other cults and other things where you have to go meet other people or or whatever the work is, they all the cult leaders have the same rhythm with it and they break you down. But it's so slow and minute. And then they bring you oh, up, yeah. like you said, like, do a good job for doing this. God is going to love you guys so much. Like, that right there hooks everybody because you just want to be a good person doing good things and go to fucking heaven, right? So, and when you're so lost and so easy manipulative, I can imagine. Right. But then the fear kicks in. I would be pissed. I would think I'd be pissed as soon as he did surgery on a little boy or started doing these things. You know, as a human, that, that you know, deep down, like, wait, that's not like normal. Like, but you're not in normal society anymore. You got away from that. You're not in the normal world. Maybe this is how it should be. Maybe he is miraculous. Maybe he can help. Maybe he is going to be this new person that can do shit. But then you're also terrified. You watched him beat the shit out of somebody. He's probably doing ungodful raping and all kinds of shit going on all the time. And then you're scared. Orgies. And and that's where it's always weird for me, though, that like people, like I wish, you wish you could just get enough of you in a room to be like, well, we're all scared. We're all fucked up right now. Like plan to kill him <laughs> you know what i mean you you wish but it's just that they're fo- so far gone there's no way for that to happen but luckily once usually it's a person but you know another thing they've realized he's gone to prison a few times he's done this a few times he's been caught and nothing ended up happening mm-hmm. so then why would they think that if they went and talked to the police or something that they're gonna believe this one that's why she didn't say shit at first she's like oh i got in a car accident and I cut my arm off like because in her eyes she's not going to be believed um, she chose this life. She chose to do, you know, whatever. And they, they're just, but I, I thank God that the second time, I guess, when he started torturing her more, she was like, never mind, never mind. This isn't right. Like, I need to tell somebody. Yeah. But it's that fear. It's the fear that, that they use. And then fear always controls people. Like, instead of us trying to use fear, which I've been trying to a lot in my life, like using fear to motivate you even though this is a different kind of, this is like fearing for your life, but it's like you try to use that aggression, that scared, that, that power to then do something good with it and get out of situations or do something that scares you, you know, cause mm-hmm. usually she was, she was finally not scared enough to be like, fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to try. And it got him in trouble and it got it all broken down and it made it, made it go away finally. But, yeah. um, you know, think about us being scared of heights, being scared of spider, you know, these little things that are our fears, that, you know, some people won't walk into a room if there's a cat. You know what I mean? Could you imagine if somebody was making you so fearful of even saying words or putting on a colored shirt or whatever? Like, it's pretty easy to let it overtake you and make all your decisions for you. Yeah. But fuck him, man. That was I mean, but is fuck. it, though? I mean, because they've been trying to get us to wear a mask for 18 <laughs> months, bitch. Yeah. No, we I, only did it when I it was will mandated. Die in the wilderness trying to survive before I'll let like anybody else in this world do anything to me or take me out or anything. <laughs> like, like I'll be out there doing my own thing, and if it doesn't work out, then that's on me. Okay. But yeah, it's crazy. But it is. It's fear control. Any any serial killers, cult leaders, you know, and then you name the cult leaders. You've got the Jonestowns, the Waco. You've got Charles Manson was cult leader. Like right. all of these cult leaders have the exact same as we just talked about. Charles Manson was ugly as fuck, but he's very charismatic and this beautiful life and hippie and I love you and we love and it's just easy easy to probably like him and want to hang out with him and smoke For weed sure. and drink and then all <laughs> of a sudden you don't have anybody around. You don't have family. You don't have friends and you've got these only people that are now like, hey, come follow me. We're gonna break into people's house. You know, whatever it is, like. Super easy, but they all have the same rhythm and pattern, manipulative, narcissistic, sociopaths, um, usually very, very dark demons. And I don't consider them to be human beings. They're just not, it's not, you don't have a soul. You don't have a human soul. Like you're just not, you're just not a human. You were, you were here somehow, some other way. (laughs) Right. And it's some other form, you know, and it sucks. It sucks that there's so many of them and they get away with so much stuff. And you hear it too. Like even Ted Bundy getting out like two different times, like escaping prison. (laughs) 
you're like that blows my mind still like how does that even happen i don't get how people escape Mm -mm. from prison no and you watch those documentaries on how they show how he did it and it's smart it makes sense he just looks at the mechanical engineering of a door on a gel cell and blocks the lock with like a fucking plastic that he melts something yeah but there are generally so many redundancies way back then it was really hard it wasn't they weren't as you know you had a couple guards you had a barbed wire fence you don't really have too, you know, there's circumstances that obviously why they talk psychologists and doctors into that they are not crazy, that they're not doing anything bad. So then the police can't charge, you know, they're, they're it's all the same patterns. Mm-hmm. Like they all do it. It's it crazy. is crazy though when people, you hear a story people like conform that. to it. People conform like, to I'm it. I'm sorry, and then, I could never let some crazy person try and circumcise my child. Not that I ever had to go through anybody that. Else's. Right. Or, I mean, I'm sure you force the children to work and put in labor. I'm Just little things that, like, of course we wouldn't. We'd be like, oh, that's, no, that's fucking wrong. That's not how this works. <laughs> like, you know. But he also or, provided them with the school and one of the oh, wives was a no, teacher. Yeah. And so it was totally okay. And you get to know everybody individually so that you know what their wants are, what their needs are, and what their, like the things they're scared of in this, and then you work on that. You're like, oh, you're a good cook. Guess what? I'm going to constantly talk you up, and you're going to be the cook of this tribe, and you know what I mean, or whatever. They can just go on and on, and then they individually manipulate you to where then as collectively as a group, it's very easy for everybody just to follow suit. But that's fucking crazy. But you don't don't hear, like, Jonestown. Like, you hear how they all died, right, you know, in Waco, like, how that all went down. But, like, you don't really know during the time, right? We don't know a whole lot. What was going on? Like, were they sexual crazy predators, too? You know, were they doing fucked up, torturous things? Like, that's the first story I've heard of talking about a cult where they're able to tell. I mean, sorry, some cults you hear all about. It's all about sex and fucked up shit. But... This one where he was trying to bring the people together like the other ones were. We had a commune. You don't know. We need to you b- don't live know. off the land. And um, but you got to think there's got to be weird sexual, you know, not religions, but like practices. And you, you got to make babies in these communes. You've got to have, we produce the children like, and there's usually one leader and he usually does have many wives or He's whatever. He's the only one but they can we have don't, kids with. We don't really get much details. You just hear the horror story of how it all ends usually. And then you're just like, wow, there was... I don't know. I just, Jonestown, Jonestown always sets in my mind because there was like a lot of fucking people For 12 there. years, he was able to have that hold on people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is insane to me. Yeah. And it's usually just them going so stark raving mad. And I mean, they fuck up a few times, but you know, that all of them, like, I don't, I don't know exactly how we go, but I know it was something. And then all of a sudden you're causing a fucking with the government. You, you fucked up. And you made it, you made yourself loud and noticeable and now the government came in and then you, you know, yeah. so, and it's usually the leader that does eventually fucking choke on shit and die. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, that I was guess. a good one. It was a fun and one. And I hope you guys like the footage. Also, don't, <laughs> I think be awesome. don't hesitate to run out and join a cold, you know? Yeah. We're gonna start. Our, totally we're gonna, kidding. We're gonna start our own. So if you want right. to wait, we like, have wait until we have ours. Okay? We are the hot. And it's mom. actually <laughs> called Fuck Mountain. Okay. We, oh, yeah. we have our own mountain too. Like fuck him and his wannabe mountain. We have our own. It's called Fuck Mountain. Mm-hmm. One and day that can be interpreted in so many ways. It's I'm just saying. So well, it's good. like zero fucks. Actually, Where fucking. Are you going? Oh, fuck Mountain. Where are you going? Yeah. You know, to go give more yeah. fucks. For when the world comes to shit. Are know? there no fucks on Fuck Mountain? There's zero fucks to give zero on Fuck Mountain. Zero fucks on Fuck Mountain. There's, okay. But, How many but, times can we say that? But word? we've talked about that too, though. You know, what zero. hit our limit. I know. This is why we can't be on radio. Anymore. I know. <laughs> Amanda. Come on, girl. The FTA says that we can't do it. I'm like... I know we've got the youngins, but... This is me. I swear like a fucking sailor. I would love the whole podcast to just be F-words every other word. Anyway, the fucking hummus. Exactly. Some days that's what it is. I can't wait. Literally. All right. Anyways, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. We will see you next time.